Thank you for downloading this podcast from the Freedom Centre Church in Preston. Greetings in the precious name of our Lord and Saviour Jesus Christ. What a joy it is for me to again reach out to Freedom Centre today. Wow, it's a great privilege for me to once again connect with Freedom Centre and my dear pastors, Pastor Jack and Susie. We love you so much from Ruwa. We miss you a lot. <laughs> Church, I want to let you know, whenever Pastor comes down along with Pastor Susie, whenever Pastor Jack comes down along with Pastor Sue, we have a real good banquet. They take us out for wonderful dinners. We miss you badly. <laughs> but nevertheless, these are Corona times and we need to be careful. And yes, India... Please pray for us. We are going through a very tough time. We have hundreds of pastors uh, who have uh, gone to be with the Lord. In South Gujarat alone, 70 pastors are dead. It is a very alarming situation, but we believe that God is doing something in our country. He has uh, allowed the wisdom of all the scientists, politicians, and every bureaucrat to fail. Whenever God does something like this, which man cannot fathom, it means he is up to some great thing that he is going to bring about. We are believing that these are times when God is going to bring about a revival in India. Right now, I want to read a portion of the scripture from John, the gospel of John, chapter 15, verses 5 to 8. I am the vine, you are the branches. If a man remains in me and I in him, he will bear much fruit. Apart from me, you can do nothing. If anyone does not remain in me, he is like a branch that is thrown away and withers. Such branches are picked up, thrown into the fire and burned. If you remain in me and my words remain in you, ask whatever you wish and it will be given you. This is to my father's glory that you bear much fruit showing yourselves to be my disciples. If you remain in me and my words remain in you, ask whatever you wish and it will be given to you. My dearly beloved, I'm believing that Freedom Center is going to be filled with people who are going to ask the Lord and God is going to grant it to you. Whatever you ask. Are you asking God for a miracle in finance? Are you asking job? Are you asking... Uh, prosperity are you asking a good house are you asking for a future are you asking for somebody's healing whatever it may be today the Lord wants to promise you stay with me and receive your miracle the title of my sermon is stay somebody will turn to your neighbor and say stay <laughs> yes often you hear the remark when you are speaking with somebody and they are drifting away, you'll just tell them, you'll look into their eyes and say, stay with me. Stay with me. Don't wander away. Don't be distracted. Just stay with me. I'm also requesting you this morning, stay with me for a couple of minutes because God has a prophetic word for you. Some of you have been asking God, God, should I stay or should I leave? I don't know. I was preparing a sermon 
and the lord would point me towards this portion of the bible and he says preach this because somebody there needs this word urgently my children of god god wants to give you a message of hope god wants to give you a message of great victory and he says stay whatever you ask it will be given to you but i want you to stay listen god does not bless people simply he blesses people who are committed for responsibilities everybody can claim a promise but god would not grant it to everybody unless he is sure they are ready to shoulder the responsibility that is why great people have great responsibilities people who are blessed have more responsibilities the 21st century problem is not lack of application it is lack of mental strength to stay with what and where god has placed them jonah didn't like to go to anywhere peter did not want to stay in jerusalem they all had their own plans are you one of those people who have set an agenda and suddenly things are not working and you want to move and god says stay sometimes uh, it is hurting right when you want to do something and you pray god if thy will if it's thy will and god says just stay linger on cling on just stay you don't like it when god says we need to stay at god's appointed time you will see the glory of god galatians chapter 6 verse 9 let us not be weary in well doing for in due season we shall reap if we faint not wow what a beautiful verse in the new living translation it says don't give up don't give up psalm 27 in verse 14 wait on the lord be of good courage and he shall strengthen thy heart wait i say on the lord the message bible says psalm 27 verse 14 be relentless don't give up my dear children of god the lord wants to tell you be relentless i understand corona times I understand these are distressing times. People are tensed already. People just want to move out of places, move out of uh, so many responsibilities. But God wants to tell you, stay. And the Lord would want you first of all to stay with your family, with the place God has asked you to stay as a family. Jeremiah chapter 42 verse 10, 11. If you stay in this land, I will build you up and not tear you down. I will plant you and not uproot you for I am grieved over the disaster I have inflicted on you. Do not be afraid of the king of Babylon whom you now fear. Do not be afraid of him declares the Lord for I am with you and will save you and deliver you from his hands. Do not be afraid of this corona covid-19 do not be afraid of the world the lord says if you stay in this land i will build you up and not tear you down i will plant you and not uproot you because i know what you have gone through this is the time i'm not going to uproot you i'm going to plant you firmly 
and you are going to bear fruit somebody give me a louder amen somebody said amen there was a man whose name was called elimelech do you know what is the meaning of the name elimelech elimelech means god is my king a beautiful name right elimelech elimelech was a man who lived in bethlehem in judah he had a wonderful wife whose name was called sweet and she and he had two sons and he named these two sons mahlon and kilion what is the meaning of mahlon mahlon means sick kilion means finished what a name to have just imagine a man this man was from the tribe of judah in bethlehem but unfortunately a man who carried a good name saying my god is my king does not trust in him anymore and he moves away from bethlehem which is called the house of bread and he goes to moab moab means garbage moab means abomination and he decides to go to moab because he thinks he'll be better off there he didn't trust in the lord he didn't trust in the lord his king and to his utter dismay when he went to moab he lost his son called mahlon meaning sickness and kilion meaning finished and he himself lost his life and his widow naomi was left without a husband and a two sons one of the daughter in laws she bid goodbye and she went away but the other one ruth she stuck and one day they decided let's go back to bethlehem my dear children of god what a contrast between elimelech and naomi naomi comes back and asks her daughter in law to go to the fields of the people known to them it so happens she is working in the field of boaz and when she comes back to her mother in law that evening she says i went to such and such a place and i met this man his name is boaz and i was working in his field and all these things happened you know what she said she said as an advice to ruth she said don't leave that field stay in that field i want to let you know today there's a prophetic word for somebody there is a miracle that is just round the corner and the lord says don't leave that field don't leave that place your boas is coming i am i i am just walking along with the lord like uh, uh, isaiah 42:16 says being led by the lord blind alley through the bind the uh, whatever the lord is leading i'm prophesying over you that your boas is waiting in that field where you're working my dear children of god the lord wants you not to leave your family don't run away from your family the lord says stay in genesis chapter 16 verses 7 to 11 and you read in verse 10 uh, the lord is telling uh, hagar I will increase your descendants they will be too numerous to count but on the 
precondition stay with your mistress you are to go back to your mistress go back and submit to her go back don't leave the house go back don't go for a divorce go back that's the word of the lord for hagar eventually she will be sent away by husband but that's not the season probably you feel like you are not you are disrespected but the lord says my daughter my son this is not the time god says go back to your family i have a blessing in store for you i have a blessing in store for you i want to prophesy to somebody who is thinking about uh, leaving the family the lord says stay in the family today too many families are baking because of the pandemic and the depression people are not able to stay in the same house they were going to jobs probably they didn't have to see the faces too often but now because they have to live under the same roof 24 hours of the day no relief some of them are opting out some of them are taking to drinking so many other things in the world but the lord says my son stay remember elimelech he did not stay and he lost his life he lost his children you don't want to lose anything in fact so much so the lord is so concerned about family that it when it comes to a battle the lord tells people if a man is married newly for one year he is exempt from coming to the army deuteronomy 24:5 says for one year he is to be free to stay at home and bring happiness to the wife he has married who knows how many years it has been since you brought happiness to your family during this lockdown the lord wants you to bring joy to your family eat with your family pray with your family spend time as a family you've been missing it for a long time the lord says stay with your family number 2 the lord says stay in the place where i have designated you i'm going to give you a hundredfold increase somebody lift your hands and say a bigger amen in genesis chapter 26 you see there is a famine isaac is rich but the problem is there is a famine isaac belongs to a rich father but everything can be lost in a famine today we are living in a in a in a, in a world where uh, companies are reducing uh, their employees employees are asked to work from home everybody wants to cut the corners nobody wants to spend an extra pie organization global organizations everywhere people are being given a golden handshake what do you do what do you do when your life is in a jeopardy because you have believed and trusted the job and you have taken loans and what do you do god looks at you and say don't leave just stay there i'm going to bring a turn around in your life somebody lift your hands and say amen in genesis 26 verse 3 The Lord says stay in this land for a while and I will be with you and will bless you. I will be with you and I will bless you. Don't leave this job, don't leave this company, just stick on there. 
oh it's so humiliating i'm not seeing returns i've not had a good paycheck i've not had a promotion there's no respect for me here lord says stay there because i am going to bring you a turn around my dear beloved of god and the lord has a way of blessing you when you see the world and the world's economy don't be disturbed because god's heavenly economy is not controlled by the worldly economy heavenly economy is controlled by the supernatural somebody said amen hallelujah what do you do when god asks you to stay in a place which is dry which is dry you sow seeds what sir the environment is so intimidating it is dry there is no water coming up or crumb down i don't see any rivers i don't see the rain why should i sow the lord says sow because it is not you it is god who gives the increase somebody said amen hallelujah the bible calls for imminent obedience it does not call for procrastinated obedience but god is looking for people who will sow in a famine stay in the dry land and sow genesis 26:12 says isaac planted crops in that land and that same year reaped a hundredfold because the lord blessed him somebody lift your hands and say a big amen hallelujah isaac stayed in the land god wants you to stay and sow you can't prosper verse 13 is so beautiful the bible testifies the man became rich and his wealth continued to grow until he became very wealthy sir wherever and whatever situation you are in i don't know but i know one thing for sure god wants to give you a multiplication god wants to give you an increase somebody lift your hands and say amen so god is planning for a multiplication god wants you to prosper somebody said amen thirdly the lord says stay in the teaching stay in the word of god john chapter 8 verse 31 to the jews who had believed him jesus said if you hold to my teaching you are really my disciples if you hold to my teaching if you remain in me and my word in you you will bear much fruit if you hold my teaching if you hold my word my dear children of god god wants you to hold on to the teaching of the word of god God wants you to remain as disciples. The problem with many people is they are so looking at the world and always deciding like the Israelites who were looking at the Egypt. They were not looking at Canaan, they were looking at Egypt. And so they were not considering the commandments of God. Remember Remember Lot's wife she wasn't willing to stay with her husband to stay with god's word to so stay with god's teaching god had wandered do not turn back but lot's wife she turned back and she became a pillar of salt god says remain in my teaching 
remain in my teaching be my disciples second timothy chapter 4 verse 10 for demas because she loved this world has deserted me and has gone to thessalonica he has gone to thessalonica what a what a heartbreaking news it should have been to paul he writes with a bleeding heart to timothy and says demas supposed to serve along with me he deserted me there are many people who are deserters many people who desert people they are selfish people but godly people are people who will not look into their gains but they will go through the pains because god just moved them in that road are you one of them who are not able to understand what is happening i want to speak to you and let you know if you stay with the teaching if you stay with your mentor if you stay with your church if you stay with a place where god has called you for discipleship you will receive a double portion somebody said amen stay in the ministry god has called you don't go for uh, beautiful uh, nomenclature somebody will give you hardly 20 people and they will coin you as president of that organization what good it is when god has given you a great vision don't be intimidated by people don't be tempted to jump out of the boat stay with jesus stay with your pastor stay with the ministry in first kings chapter 19 verse 3 to 5 elijah was afraid and he was running away from god he was running away from his calling so much so he sat under the tree and he said lord take my life i am no better than my ancestors he lay down and he was sleeping elijah did not want to continue ministry he was very tired because of the opposition he was very tired because of what was happening around him success he enjoyed but opposition he couldn't bear reason why is this happening to me i am the most anointed servant of god i am god's powerful servant i feel powerless why god why do you think elijah killed the prophets on his own desire or because god wanted him to do can you be in god's will and still be in trouble yes it's possible i can bear testimony to it what do you do when you do the will of god and still land in trouble the lord says in this world you will have tribulation jesus had a great big crowd following him suddenly he makes a remark and says if anyone wants to follow me he has to take up the cross and walk some people leave then he says in john chapter 6 If you really want eternal life you will have to eat my body and drink my blood. People say, "Oh, this is too much." Sometimes when God gives you a revelation, when God gives you something to your pastor, there are people who say, "He's gone crazy." What? Did we hear that correctly? I don't think so. I don't think our pastor should be doing this. This is a hard teaching. John chapter 6 verse 60. The disciples said, this is a hard teaching. Who can accept it? Ooh, this is hurting us. 
please pastor don't disturb our equilibrium learn to accept us as we are don't give us a teaching which makes us accept what god wants us to do we want you to do church the way we want you to do we don't want you to overstep this is hard teaching my dear children of god with all humility i stand under the presence of the almighty god and i'm i'm preaching this word to you the lord wants your ministry to go global the lord has an apostolic call upon your ministry and god wants you to work as one body of christ there's a great big revival that's coming an angel came down and he cooked food and served elijah and asked him to get up and eat for the journey is too much Elijah woke up ate and slept again sometimes people are so depressed they don't want to do anything they just some people are so used to this lockdown after the lockdown they don't want to go to a job they just want to stink and linger around in the family morning get up early morning 10:30 a.m. and just grab a cup of coffee and sit and think what to do by the time it's 1:30 2 o'clock have lunch and then have a good sleep again sir the lord says get up and run get up and run get up and run i have an anointing i have a destiny i have a purpose for you stay with the calling stay with the ministry stay with the purpose i have called you elijah this is not the end this is just the bend i want you to anoint prophets i want you to anoint kings i have a purpose for you elijah god it's over look at elisha in contrast elijah says it's over but elisha would not let go of his master elijah even though elijah said hey go away what did elisha say elisha said i am going to follow you i'm not going to leave you i'm going to bethel i will follow you i'm going to jordan i will follow you listen very carefully elijah had little knowledge about what god intended for him god wanted to not end elijah's life in the wilderness in fact there's no end to elijah's life when the american president comes to a country he brings his own transport when the us president is coming to india he comes with his own aeroplane he comes with his own car he travels in his own car designed for him when god wanted to take elijah home he came with his own transportation god brought his own transportation to pick up elijah and said get on the chariots of fire and in a whirlwind elijah was taken up to heaven my dear children of god don't die before your time god has a greater plan and purpose for your life elisha elisha he he just treaded on with elijah and he got the double portion i want you to let you know today whatever happens don't leave him hang on 
help is coming god wants to tell you abide with me abide with me and god wants to let you know much fruits are coming great blessings are coming hundredfold increase is coming last but not the least number 4 stay in god's presence because supernatural power of the holy spirit is going to fill you brothers and sisters we are just one week away from celebrating the day of pentecost listen very carefully in acts chapter 1 and verse 4 the lord said that do not leave jerusalem but wait for the gift my father promised which you have heard me speak out wait for in jerusalem wait for the gift of my father that he has promised the lord said wait but some of them did not wait luke chapter 24 verse 49 i am going to send you what my father has promised but stay in the city until you have been clothed with power from on high listen sometimes god says stay in jerusalem but peter peter was not willing to wait he said i am going to galilee he went to galilee he went back to his fishing jesus appeared with a fire and he called him back when he again saw fishes filling the nets he dropped it down and he said my god that's when god gave him he fed peter with the fish and made him understand through the scriptures he opened the minds why to stay in jerusalem and peter came back and guess what happened acts of the apostles chapter 2 happened the anointing fell on the 120 people who had gathered there when the day of pentecost had fully come they were all together in one place the power of the holy spirit filled that room peter got up to preach 3000 people got saved on that day i want to let you know great revival is coming you might be thinking i am hiding because of this pandemic situation god says when this is over i'm going to give you thousands and thousands and millions of harvest to you your church and the vision that i have entrusted you it's time for us to pray are you ready to be filled with the power of the holy spirit stand up wherever you are lift your hands and if you have received the gift of speaking in tongues i want you to open your mouth and uh, and make it a loud noise why don't you speak the the tongues that god has given you with a loud voice rahana masikaba father in the mighty name of jesus let the heavens open in the name of jesus because your children have stayed where you have asked them to be right now i pray for the windows of heaven to open pour out your anointing lord let the wind come inside freedom center let everyone be filled with the holy spirit yes 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 prophesy the lord says i am giving you visions and dreams you are prophesying you shall prophesy 
The power of God is filling you. You are prophesying for your own self. Some of your eyes are open. Some of you are seeing visions. God is giving you open-eyed visions. Receive it. Receive it. Holy Spirit, I thank you. Because there is a great multiplication that is coming. There is a great bearing of fruit that's coming. There is a hundredfold increase that's coming. Boaz is coming. Elisha is going to receive a double portion. Your children are going to be filled with the supernatural anointing. They're going to raise up dead bodies. They're going to stretch their hands and sick people will be healed. Apostolic revival is coming to Freedom Center. Father, we thank you for this wonderful nation of United Kingdom. We pray for each and every province. We pray for every major city. Lord, we cover this nation under your precious blood. Have mercy, Lord. Let there not be any other wave that will come against this country. Let the wave of the Holy Spirit sweep this nation. And bring this island nation once again to be a light of the world. A city on the hill. Lord, I thank you for Freedom Center. Thank you for dear pastors Jack and Sue. Lord, thank you for the vision that you have entrusted them. Lord, we pray that the faithful ones will stay and bear much fruit in Jesus' name. Yes, Lord, the time is coming when you are going to add to the church daily, Lord. Daily, Lord. Thank you for the community work that they are doing. Thank you for the apostolic mentorship that they are rendering to the nations of the world, to the pastors across the globe. We bless this wonderful ministry. We thank you for the literature ministry. We thank you for the community service that they are doing. Lord, thank you for the wonderful heart that you have given them to sow, even in famine. And we pray and we bless this wonderful church. We pray God's blessings upon everyone, Lord. Lord, your people are going to remain with you and they will bear much fruit. This is the word from the Lord and we want to bless from the bottom of our hearts. Father, once again, we come into this wonderful church, ministry and the families of everyone involved. We bless our dear pastor's family. We pray for all the children. Your children will be taught of the Lord and great shall be thy peace. Their peace shall be great. Father, I thank you for you're going to fulfill the promise you made to your servants. Protect them, Lord. Continue to guide them, Lord. And thank you for this wonderful fellowship and love that we enjoy between us, Lord. Continue to cover us with your grace and lead us, Father. Furthermore, in the days to come, give you honor, glory, and praise. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. Amen. Amen. One last time, can you scream, Stay! Amen, amen. Give a loud clap of him to the Lord Jesus. Love you so much, Jack and Sue. See you soon. God bless you. Take care. Ciao. For more information about our church or to access more of our resources, please visit thefreedomcenter.com.